Bang bang! Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Do you want to fill your fucking pockets up with some some cold hard cash or some soft warm cash? Sign up to Bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com/ref. That's R E F slash. Welcome to the potty, P O D D Y, and enter promo code potty exclusive. Five zero. That's party exclusive fifty for fifty percent off your first week subscription. There's no lock-in contracts. He sends you what to bet on, um, how many units of your bankroll to bet on them, what uh, what bookmaker has the best odds, and uh, and he'll give you the reason why he's taking that bet. What what more do you need? Sign up to bet with Joel. Bet with Joel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription. Do you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Uh, go to welcometothepotty.com slash store. Buy yourself a butter soft, softer than baby shit fucking welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt. This this t-shirt is so soft, dude. I started, uh, I started telling it that his parents didn't love it and just started crying, bruh. So buy yourself one of these t-shirts. 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. This month, we are supporting Taboo uh, sanitary products, female hygiene products for um, you know people in Africa. Uh, anyway, welcome to thepotty.com slash store. Buy yourself one. Uh, let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, oh Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Oh, no, no. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PR podcast and the captain. We're in here with uh, Aaron Rice Williams, the Rice. <laughs> he's fucking made it. He's back. Trifle off his He's fucking <laughs> back, man. It was free Ricey and now Ricey free. What's going on, dude? Not much, man. Just enjoying freedom. Enjoying uh, this cool, refreshing weather since the last two days of hell. Yeah, it's been hot. I've been up in Mackay. It wasn't that hot up there, but it was dumb uh humid so i was just sweating through t-shirts <laughs> but then i came back here and it was like my face dried up and everything <laughs> we're sipping on young bloods um unofficial sponsor of the welcome to the potty podcast um and we're we're going on a little pub crawl today christmas pub crawl uh slash welcome home ricey pub crawl <laughs> um He's out, out and about, dude. Um, and oh yeah, I better let everybody know. My dad, I went to Mackay to see my dad, um, and I didn't tell you guys what the issue was because I wanted to know everything. But he has uh, prostate cancer, and the the scans came back. The cancer hasn't spread into the bones or anything, which is fucking great news. So it's only going to be really surgery. Um, in the next month or so to, you know, remove that. And, um, uh, then there was like another scan that had a spot on his chest. Um, doctor wasn't too concerned about that. Sent him for more scans, but at the moment it sounds like pretty good news. So pretty happy about that. Pretty grateful to my friends and family who helped me get up there. Shout out to Corey for organizing that. Corey Maynard, friend of the show. Yeah, Corey. Um, anyway, we'll get off that. 
Um, I think people want to. People are going to want to know your prison experience. <laughs> I'll uh, feel free to plead the fifth. Plead <laughs> <laughs> the one, two, three, four. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you did you make any dangerous friends? I mean, the fifth. Like, okay. nah, it's, I don't know, man. Like, it's jail. Like, to a degree, you make friends. Wait, there's a difference between jail and prison, right? I was in a correctional centre, as they like to call yeah, it. Yeah, I think jail is the one where you get locked up overnight in like yeah, a police station. Yeah, jail or whatever yeah. they call it. But I don't know. They call it a correctional centre. I call it the incorrection centre. Um, NT prisons, only ones I've had to deal with. But from my understanding, other prisons are more like criminal universities. Oh really? Um, yeah, like, like basically, I mean, I don't have to be careful where I go sometimes with this shit, but to a degree, like, and we don't have time for for editing today, so <laughs> ed- whatever you say is going to be on there. So just fucking no comment. <laughs> nah, but on some real shit, like, I got into trouble to degree to a degree uh, with arguing with the officers and staff in general because I'd point out that their jobs is not that hard and they're doing the wrong things and. When you look at the statistics internationally with countries like Norway, I believe their reoffending rate is under 5%. Yeah, you yeah. look at somewhere like New South Wales, for example, it's 90% of prisoners leaving prison within two years will reoffend. Mm. That's the statistic. That's the, rea- that's the reality of what Australia has to face at the moment. We're becoming not, like America. It's not really rehabilitation, it's punishment. Nah. For example, like. It's, uh, like. it's like time out. You go sit in the corner, but this yeah. time you sit in a building with like, other naughty kids. You got So there's a guy I met. Um, he went, to, he did time in Adelaide for one gram of meth. I mean, I'm not down with meth and that, but he went there for one gram, selling to an undercover cop. Mm. Um, not the smartest thing to do, obviously, but then he went to jail for a year on that one gram. He was selling grams. He came out, he then had contacts to start moving serious weight. Because so, of prison. Because he, of prison. Yeah. Like, he didn't have that prior. So prison only really just embedded in him that he can actually make a better living out of it learn how to do it better yeah so somebody in there was probably called him an idiot for getting locked up over a grand yeah exactly guess 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 what you can do you can do it like this yeah blah 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 yeah and that's a stupid thing like you got um like countries like norway netherlands i believe in their prisons are so empty now that they're putting refugees in them to give them a place to stay until Mm. they can find and get their feet on the floor um the reality is like the nt has a good system in the sense that they do have opportunities for people that get paid employment, work outside the prison, um, and, you know, financially get themselves moving a bit. However, if Australia had something like that, they should be pushing for guys throughout Australia, especially to get a trade underneath their belt. Like, some guys might be interested in food, so why not push them to become a chef or at least get a cert for or something behind them? Mm. So when they get out, you know, they got that opportunity, they got some confidence behind them. Um, Gives you a chance to actually <clears throat> get into something other than... Yeah, cook. exactly. Yeah. Um, in another sense as well, like education is definitely not on the top of their priorities. Like I tried to get a university degree started while I was inside, but it wasn't even possible. Like they said, you can do a bridging course. Well, I don't need to do a bridging course. I completed high school, got my yeah, right. but Like it's not possible for me. Like kind of just by correspondence, they're like, nah, you're not allowed to have access to the internet. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> but everyone has this misconception that we have, they see things on the current affair and stuff. They're like, we're living it up in there. We've got it, you know, pretty easy. Um, the NT prisons are terrible. They're third world conditions. I had mold in the ceiling in the bathroom for where I was at for four months. Fuck. Um, I was paying rent to be in prison too. Actual money, rent to be in prison because I was working outside. So 
Yeah. Oh, right. So if you don't get a job, you don't have to pay because nah. you get a job, they're yeah. fucking stitching you up. Yeah, more or less. So you'd think that I'd get something better out of it for paying rent, but nah, didn't. <laughs> oh, man. So. Did. Now, was there violence in there? Um, yeah, there's violence, man, but that's, that's the world. Like, anyway, you go there doing some sort of violence, but having said that, I don't know what the other prisons are like around Australia, but the MT was pretty pretty soft, man. Like, dudes weren't just wilding out, just stabbing dudes in the neck or anything. Well, that's good. I mean, everyone's been like... You didn't get hurt in there? No, no, I was good. Like, I was, I'm pre- pretty much one of the biggest guys that was going around there. Having said that, there was two big dudes who were like six foot ten brothers. So, but they were slow as hell. What but they do? I don't know what they were in for or anything like that. Does, any, does everybody um, say that they are innocent? Like in the movies, like when you have you yeah. have you seen Life with uh, Eddie Murphy? Yeah, it's <laughs> on Netflix. So I got out and I'm like, oh, I haven't watched that still for ages. They're all everybody's innocent. In there. Yeah, is it like that? Like um, I didn't do nothing. Nah, it's more like people just downplay it, and everyone in there thinks they're some sort of like lawyer, oh, which is even okay. funnier. And they're yeah. trying to tell you like, nah, I got this because of this, and then you find out the reality is that oh yeah, they're a ten-time offender, and they didn't just punch the guy. Uh, they jumped on his head with steel cap boots and it's like yeah. well that's why you got five years bro like let's be yeah. honest about it he went not guilty he didn't plead guilty he didn't get your 25% off like it's pretty funny in that sense like everyone already downplays their involvement to a degree there's a lot of a lot of snitches up there man like, oh yeah yeah so like you gotta be careful what you say to people have so. you heard about Takashi 6 9 yeah, what the hell? I don't, I don't know any of his music because I'm not about that cornball shit. Oh, like, yeah, it's fucked. But um, <laughs> so he he got 47 years, and then he got then it got put down to two years because he'd just been he's just been tattling. <laughs> he didn't plead the fifth. <laughs> no, he's uh, yeah. So he's just been snitching. So I don't know what's happening. He he said no to witness protection, but like, how can you protect? How can you put someone in witness protection that's got 69 tattooed in his face? Yeah, like that's just. Protection's a silly thing to a degree, like, if you're in his position, like... Yes. Yeah. His bread and butter is his music, so... But then how's that going to sell? Like, there's going to be a, possibly a market for, like... But him, the fucked so. up thing is that he wasn't a gang member when he grew up. He waited mm. till he started music. He was making millions of dollars. He didn't need to do that no. shit. He was just like, living this... Cred. Yeah, he's that's a fucking clown, man. And that's the thing, like... Growing up, listening in the 90s hip-hop and stuff, like, you know, there's a wide gap like dudes weren't sort of doing that like they might talk about it yeah but they would differentiate themselves and say nah like that's not actually what I live that's just what I've seen people I know do yeah now sort of dudes are coming up trying to talk about it and go and they get called out you know you're not about that life yeah well I better join up a gang now yeah cause <laughs> yeah all these these young dudes I don't really think about that life and then you yeah even like Tupac was like gangster as fuck right but he, he had no gang affiliation. Yeah. You've only got like like the game Snoop. I don't even really know if Lil Wayne is he really blood or Yeah, I don't but he's been well he's been like on getting putting out records since he's like 12, 13 years old. So yeah. he's only really by affiliation and that's yeah. purely based on marketing to a degree, yeah. I imagine. There's only there's only like a certain number of mm. rappers that's really about that life. Yeah. Um what about have you lost weight? Yeah, I dropped like 23 kgs inside. Food, um, it, what's, the, what's the deal with food? You get, you do get like a tray and you finish that and that's it. Until nah, it's so like Gordon Ramsay rolls up and then he like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's Cooking like... like that. What's so, it called? Um, um, the, the beef fat, with pa- pastry around it? Beef uh, Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking those shits on. <laughs> and like calling people cunts. Like. <laughs> yeah, so this is what's funny about the prison in Darwin. Um... <laughs> 
So I've got to meet Bradley Murdoch. Um, well who's known. That? So he's no. Uh, so I like to say he's well known, but to a degree, most people are like, who's that? And I'm like, yeah, he's the guy that was allegedly uh, done for the murder of Peter Falconio. Oh, the okay. British back, backpacker way back in the day. Oh, you so, met him. So I met him, got to know him to a, to a degree. Oh, um, he looks like a nasty person. <laughs> um, he's actually. So I can't speak what everyone else's ideas were of him, but I had a generally good time on him as far as the small conversations we had. Somewhat funny, like, for example, one of the st- funniest things he did with me was I always see him and be like, Morning, Brad. And he'd be like, Morning. And I'm like, like how's it? And he'd be like, oh, how's it go? I'll be like, how's it going? He's like, good, how are you? And I'm like, oh, it's living the dream. And he's turn around and look at me, he's dead in the eyes and he goes, make sure you don't wake up and find out you're in a nightmare. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Jesus <laughs> Christ. And he just smiles and walks off. But so the funny thing about him with the food was we're in the kitchen in Darwin. The kitchen there is actually insane. Like they got millions of dollars put into it. Which is good because they're using clean hygienic stuff to make food now. Yeah. They can pump out decent food if they wanted to. They don't really do it. But yeah. they, the food there is much better than Alice Springs prison. And you went but, to both. Yeah. So when I'm in Darwin though, someone's told me that Brad's making desserts. And I thought, yeah, get the fuck. He's not making desserts. He has a system where he makes beetroot and chocolate cakes with custard out of milk powder. Like for anyone that doesn't know what milk powder is, it's a straight up NT country thing. It's you will get diarrhea if you have that. It's disgusting. Yeah. But he makes it delicious. I was like, what the hell is this shit? Dude, that's like the 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 army dudes that um that are my clients. Mm. They when they have their rations and shit, yeah. like it's all there's like some cheese and a little packet of M and M's and yeah. Like, and they'll they'll make like cheesecake and yeah, they'll do all types of weird shit. So Bradley also would make cheesecake, <laughs> and I'm like, so every Sunday you'd get dessert in Darwin, you'd get a, an ice cream or you get one of Brad's desserts, and he's making these desserts for a thousand prisoners. And it's, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, he would always see me because he knew I liked him and come and bring me like a whole bunch. Yeah. And there was a one time one of the officers he's gone back there and he's snooping around his little uh, dessert uh, section. He's going to grab one, and Bradley's walked out there and seen him grabbing it, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "He's like, oh, I was just having a look." He's like, "Look with your eyes, not your hands." And the guy, and the officers ran back into the office, scared shitless. Um, and what about contraband? Um, I mean, yeah, that's happening. That's prison. Um, I didn't really get involved with that shit. But that's, that, having said that, contraband they'll call, they'll classify things like a rubber band as contraband because you're not technically meant to have it. Oh really? But dudes are trying to get whatever they not, if you can't have it, like they just a want kid, it. it's like, yeah, I want that now. Yeah, right. That's so, crazy. And then so there's dudes in there smoking, obviously, doing whatever. Um NT prisons aren't as bad for the drugs, from my understanding, as they are nationwide. Yeah. I believe Ben Cousins said that, you know, if he wants to get drugs, it's easier for him to get drugs in prison in Perth. Oh, okay. So if you think about that, it's like, well, hold on, like, how's that getting in there? Yeah. So, I don't know how it's happening in Darwin or Alice Springs. Um, I stayed out of it. It wasn't my thing. But, um, yeah, like, it's it's pretty funny. Like, there's a lot of dudes. Uh, one of the lifers recently just passed away from up in Darwin, Bumbles. Um, he was a decent guy. He's in for murder. Um, I don't really know his case too much. But, like, it was a compassionate, well, not compassionate, but passionate sort of kill. Like, the guy that was basically he killed was more or less... Uh, making threats towards the guy's mum. Mm. So Bumbles is right. He's a good guy to a degree. Like, he's a dark guy, but funny, just very straight-faced. And But he passed away because he, more or less, had way too much of that synthetic weed. So oh, right. he tripped out. That my understanding, weed. Yeah, he basically threw up himself and passed out and he's on vomit. Ugh. 
So that synthetic ship's getting around real bad out there in Darwin because you doesn't come up any piss tests. So everyone's obviously going to all of that. Oh, you get piss tests in there? Yeah, so like randomly, um, sort of like I do now on corrections while I'm still up in the NT, but... How long are you up there for? When do you come back? Uh, so March 14th is my date, but I've been uh, accepted now. I was yesterday enrolled into university. I saw, yeah, I saw on Facebook. So, Congrats. Yeah, cheers, and man. doing um, poli- glo- uh, politics. Uh, no, we Bachelor of International Relations International at Adelaide Relations, Uni. Yeah. Um, and I've decided that if my electors language go well enough, I'll check, transfer that into a diploma and start a second language. Oh, cool. second year as well. Do um, you have a language in mind? Yeah, I'll be doing Spanish because I'll learn a little bit of that. Spanish. I know. Hola, como estas? <laughs> Mi amigo es el chapo. <laughs> 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 nah, so, which is funny because everyone's just hitting me up like, you're going to be learning Spanish. I'm like, fuck off, man. I'm not going back to Colombia yet. <laughs> Is um is it hard for you to travel now? Mm. So um, US is a flat out no. Um, Ever again? So yeah, to a degree. So they have they're they're America. They just decided to make things pretty fucking weird and hard for things. Mm. So you, more turpitude is their standing for certain uh, laws that are broken. So I understand like kidnapping, uh, people, tra- uh, human trafficking, things of that sort of nature. Definitely no. I'm not sure where I, I stand with the with the weed, mm-hmm. um, and being that I was domestic. However, yeah, Canada's a no. You can't go there with drink driving record for five years. Really? Yeah, they're mad tight on it. Like, wow. Can, the, the Canucks, they're out there. Like, they're really polite and shit when they tell you no to get across the border. Probably too. Yeah. They're like, sorry, sir, you can't come over here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But UK is a no as well. But UK and Canada will be yes after a while. Uh, so the UK and yeah, Canada, US is a no. Um, Japan's a no. They're they're really strict on any drugs. Um, so, but that, again, you can apply for a visa. You never know. You might get it. Yeah, right. Um, a lot of countries though won't ask about your criminal history on entry because um, they're more worried about whether or not you've committed a crime in their own country and okay. stuff like that. Um, but if you're in for you don't, you don't anything with terrorism, human trafficking. You'll be red flagged straight away. Oh yeah, yeah. So they, that's they like, know, like <laughs> that's like elite level yeah, shit. Like, yeah, and to a degree, it's also like um, with what's his name, Dusty from the Tigers. Like with his dad going to Bali when he got denied. It's not so much the country you're going to; it's the country you're coming from or your home country. Yeah, might call up and go, "Yo, he's a bad person. Don't let him in." And it's up to that customs officer. The country you'll call. <clears throat> yeah, so like, I know that's what Dusty, uh, what's his name from the Tigers? Uh, Martin. Yeah, so I know it was his dad when he went to Bali the other year, he got denied entry and it was because Australian government had called ahead in time and said, he's not a, uh, he's not a good person, don't let him in. But that might have done him a favour because if he was doing any shady shit, he, they get shot over there. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so they might have been trying to like stop that just in case. <laughs> I think there's been dicks for no reason, but nah, it's, um, everything's pretty good, man. Like, I did a lot of research for my sister. She sent me in some paperwork like she found online, um, or my brother did. And like the Schengen visa of Europe, like Europeans are just Europeans. They're like, yeah, hey, cool, whatever, come on over, don't give a shit. Yeah. Germany is the strictest part out of those people. And they're even like, as long as they are, they ask me when I go there, have you committed a crime? Like, I have to be honest and tell them yes. Yeah. I'll be prepared. I'll have my paperwork with me and go like, this is what I've done. This is now what I'm doing. I'm in university, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's up to them at the point just to remember say, look, obviously you've either made amends or you're still living that life. Mm. So it should be sweet. I know age is pretty cool. Even Russia and China, like, from and what the, I'm at the, at the worst, 
at the worst at customs they can fucking pull you over and take and go through all your shit yeah and see that there's nothing and then yeah exactly on. yeah so I was thinking I'll be alright like I spoke to my mate's dad um, shout out to Stephen Kenny uh, he's known for funny enough I've uh, been David Hicks lawyer at one point and which, one, which one's David Hicks? Uh, the Aussie guy that got done in the Taliban and was put in Guantanamo Bay for mega long years. <coughs> um, and then now he's been exonerated of any crime, funny enough. So he only got his life ruined <laughs> for nothing. Um, and then, yeah, Stephen also did uh, Cocaine Cassie for a short while. Cocaine uh, Cassie! Cocaine Cassie! I, she mean, got, I think she actually got poor posture of the week on the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Strange cat, man. Like, yeah, I reckon. I reckon she got poor posture. So, um, no doubt. Well, uh, welcome back to the show, Cocaine Cassie. <laughs> I mean, was that like a Cocaine Cassie blow up, something like that, or like a little carbon cut out of her in the corner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's up with her, man? She's getting engaged in prison to a woman. I mean. I'm all about, you know... Yeah, but she, wasn't, rise, but she like, wasn't gay before. Nah, man. Now she is. I mean, is she paying rent? Is that what's happening right now? Like, you know, she's she's not learning the language. So you got to get married or you want to stay here or... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to get that Colombian uh, passport. Yeah, and bring back some of that Bam Bam. Yeah. <laughs> they're just headphones. <laughs> I don't, yeah, they're just headphones. I don't trust her. I don't trust her as far as I can throw it. Yeah, she... um, Yeah... She's not too bright by the sounds of things. Oh, well. But yeah, Stephen was telling me about the whole travel thing. Technically, he was saying for when he was doing stuff with David Higgs, going to the US and all that. And then since then, he does a lot of stuff uh, with native title law, um, human rights and traveling for Australia to help Australians overseas. He let him and his son legally cannot enter the US because they've been to Iran and Iraq. Just because they've been. Just because they've been. So they have to apply for a visa now. So Have, have you been? Uh, no. Because like, I know you've, you've fucking crossed off quite a few countries. Yeah, uh, the closest I got to <laughs> Afghanistan actually was when I did the Pamir Highway from Kekistan through Tajikistan. Yeah. And I wasn't across, because the Tajikistan border is just the, with Afghanistan, it's purely just the river. Okay. So, which is funny because uh, the guy I was hitchhiking and I met, so I basically got hitchhiked, got in this guy's car. Probably not the safest thing to do after watching Wolf Creek or whatever. Yeah. Um, but this dude was saying that, yeah, when the river's low, they just throw bundles over. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, big sacks. I'm like, sacks of what? He's like, uh, poppies, heroin. And I'm like, what? So weed and heroin come out of Afghanistan over that border and they get put on trucks to go to Turkey or to China and then they just get straight out to the right. rest of the world. Wow. Um, but I was going to cross the border just to go check out Afghanistan a little bit. You know, see this one little area and he's like, no, no, you can't cross there now. I'm like, oh, why is that? Like, oh, the, the Taliban have taken it back over. Now I got into a, I got into a debate. Um, I think it was about three weeks ago. I had some guests on the potty, and they were talking about traveling and crossing crossing countries off the uh, the list, right? Yeah. Now layovers do not count. Fuck no. No. Okay. Okay. I'll let, ha, layovers can count if no. you're like if you're like Anthony Bourdain on his TV show, The Layover, and you actually go out and see it for like. 24 or 48 hours and you do like a, a, a hard swack of bars or something that's different maybe but getting off a plane and getting on another plane doesn't count nah, hell no I've been in the, I've been in a lot of airports those and I don't I don't say that I've been to Hong Kong or yeah. London I'm actually going to London next year properly but but I've I've been to Heathrow Airport but I don't say I've been to <laughs> London you know so that's one thing so so what's the criteria do you think of crossing a country you've got to actually First off, leave the airport. You yeah. don't you don't drive through it. 
So I'm the same with states in America because we did yeah. a lot of travel uh, by bus. I don't know if I can say, uh, oh, I've been to... Well, if you say, like, I've driven through, like, you know, like people in the States will drive through and do, like, a road trip and say, like, yeah, mm. we, we drove through the 50 states or 49 that you can drive through. Mm. But saying you've been there, was, I guess, to me, would mean more so you've been there. Like some type of experience. Yeah, it's experience. Yeah, like, so, like, something. Like, I don't, yeah, driving through like, yeah, we, we've, is a partial experience. <laughs> I, you've got to say drive through, though. I don't think you can say, like... Like, like someone says, oh yeah, like I'm thinking about going to Kentucky and you fucking pipe up and say, oh, I've been to Kentucky. I'm probably going to say, like, oh, what do you think I should do? What are you going to fucking tell me? Or drive straight through it. What are you going to tell me? No, you're going to be like, yeah, go to KFC, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel, he's nah, drive-throughs don't count. They count as a drive-thru only. You've got to have some type of experience to Absolutely. say you've been somewhere. And um, what was the other thing? It was crossing it off drive through Ah. Layovers don't count. Layovers don't fucking count. No way. Who are these people that think layovers count? All right. There was there was three guys in here from this um this thing called the Adelaide Set. It's yeah. like a social media thing, um, where they promote small businesses and and just Adelaide in general. And one of the guys was saying like, "Oh yeah, I've been. I forgot where he said he'd been." And I was like, "Oh yeah, was like, he's like oh like just the airport." And I was like, "We well, haven't been there." He's like, "Well, I have. Was I there? Was I there?" That's like when I went to Philly the first time. I was at the airport and say that I got a Philly cheesesteak from the airport. Doesn't fucking count. No. <laughs> no. I've been to Philly and not had a Philly cheesesteak. And I've made my own Philly cheesesteaks. But I haven't had a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. That's, you just had a steak sandwich of cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, fuck, man. Um, was it... What triggered that? Afghanistan? Oh, yeah. Now... Borders. If you're at a place, you know that there's a place in America with like seven borders or something. You can go to every state, like just yeah, right. in a circle. Oh yeah. Now, does that count? What? Just running around in a circle and yeah. saying, no, it doesn't no, it fucking <laughs> doesn't. Most fucking like, way. Be like, look at me. I'm in two countries at once. Yeah, like, no, no, you're not. No. <laughs> no, I hate that shit. That's so corny, dude. <laughs> Fuck, I fucking hate that shit. It's like there's a guy that has a world record, which sort of spurred me with my travels initially, which was, A, I'm just being a dick because I saw this English guy who went to every country in the world without flying. And I was like, fuck that, I'm going to do that over four years. Without every- flying? Well, everyone told me, you're not going to be able to do it. Like, there's no way you're going to do every country in four years. I'm like, fuck you, you'll see. Well, then I saw because I didn't do it. But yeah. <laughs> he did it all without flying. And at the same point, a similar thing is like, did he actually go? Because a lot of the time he just went into the country... For a day, got his uh, GPS log and then left. So technically, oh. he got the passport. He went in there, but he just went in there just to get the passport stamp, just to get the GPS proof of. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. I think you got to have like a meal or something, stay overnight. Yeah. There's got to be something. And have a meal doesn't. Yeah, like you said before, yeah. airport doesn't count. You yeah. got to go somewhere and have a have a local meal cooked by something. You don't even know what they're saying. You, yeah, there's got to be something. And you don't, you don't have a meal cooked by someone who's cooking a burger, either. No. I hate that shit. When you go overseas, it's like Bali especially, you see Australians going into a spot where they're serving Western food. And yeah, like, hot why? breath or some shit. Like, what are you doing? There's street food for like $2 and it's safe. They're like, oh, it's not safe. Like, every food poisoning incident I've had overseas was McDonald's or Western food. Dude, I had McDonald's in China and it's straight up. Now, I've never eaten a cat or dog. <laughs> but this shit... <laughs> 
just straight up tasted like cats and dogs. Hold on, here's his mum. Let's see what she's got to say. <laughs> hey, Ma, you're on the potty. Am I what? You're on the potty. I'm on the potty. Oh, hello, everybody. Hey. Guess, guess who's with me? Oh, somebody that's got a lovely laugh. Ricey. Um, <laughs> oh, hello. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you going? I know, just enjoying this lovely, cool weather compared to yesterday, the day before. Oh my god, isn't it so nice today? It's beautiful. Yeah. So, Cabron, I've, um, I've just found that tree guard for your pear tree. Did you end up getting anything from Bunnings? Yeah, we got it last week. Oh, so did you get the actual tree guard? No, we got masking tape and put it around and then, and then put that sticky stuff around it. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, no worries. Cool. Wow, that's, uh, that's a bit fabulous. Yeah. All right, well, I'll let you get on with your potty um, tomorrow night. Oh, shit. That's um, right. I've, got, I've got it sorted. So oh. if, um, if Di doesn't come, we'll just, well, I've got meat and everything anyway, so it's all good. Okay, sorry, Ma. That's all right. You have a good day, and hopefully I'll see you rice at some point. Absolutely. Sorry. He's got to go back. He's got to go back up north, but he he'll come back down in what? When are you done? Oh, hopefully end of February. Yeah. Um, I'll be able to get permission to return for good. All right. Well, let's make it a priority that we we need to see each other. Don't worry about Clayburn. Yeah. <laughs> all right. To kill a pancakes, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care, and I will see you tomorrow night, Clayburn. All right. Love you. Love you. Christmas, Ricey. You yeah, too, and a happy Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. See, See ya. Mom. See ya. I low-key was hoping that your mum was going to say some shit like, I've just finished cleaning your underwear. <laughs> Where do you want to put it or something nah, really dude. embarrassing? <laughs> nah, dude. I'm a fucking grown-up. Yeah. Rachel cleans my underwear. <laughs> uh, uh, something I need to address as well. Everyone's probably going to think this. Yes, I dropped the soap in prison. I was going. I was. More, but more was... importantly, I didn't pick it up. Okay. <laughs> now it is communal showers. Yes. No. Every, this is it's American prison. Oh, okay, because this is Everyone This think? is a joke. This is a joke that I actually have in my stand-up oh, about fuck. about um, <laughs> communal showers in prison. Um, so. So now everybody just needs to imagine American prisons. <clears throat> More or less, yeah. Okay. So what? You've got like an, your own apartment or what? No, no, no. Your penthouse? Yeah, I mean like, you know, the <laughs> there was one actual block area that was called the White Palace because most of the white guys were in it. <laughs> <laughs> Darwin. And I was, everyone was like, no, nah, that's racist. I'm like, nah, it's just clean, man. Like, fucking. So I was, I was, having said that. Another beer? Yeah. I'll definitely say yes to another young blood. Um, Shout out, young blood. The, uh... Yeah, the, uh, the the housing situation's somewhat like America when you're in max security. Like, you get your own little cell with your own little disgusting shower and sink and everything in it. Um, but, nah, it, like, yeah, nah, there's no rapes happening. No rapes? <laughs> no rapes. I'm, I'll, having said that, I did hear about one happening to one of the pedophiles up in Darwin, but that was before I was in there. Shit. But, oh, well, pedophile. that's what you get, though. I, mean, I would rape a pedophile. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even... So allegedly allegedly oh. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth <laughs> now that's what's really fucked up in the NT system is that everywhere in Australia pedophiles dogs anyone that's sex offender regards anything to do with kids you go to protection because you're not going to be protected yeah. in the main prisons and you shouldn't be and you shouldn't be um, even like 
officers will more or less to a degree in other prisons set up those sort of people, which is fair enough. I'm all for that. Um, but in the NT, the vast majority of the people in there are either pedophiles, rapists, some sort of sex offence, uh, or snitches. So you can take that into account. They're not the protection doesn't happen. Like no one's really fucking with. Like they're protected up there. Like in as far as if you hit one of those sort of dudes or you put something on them, you'll get more time and you'll go back to max security and stuff. Like Fuck. there's cameras everywhere and everything. Um, which is fuck, fuck me up mentally to a degree because like, I was stressing out I didn't know who to talk to yeah you talk to a dude for two months and shit and everyone's like oh, what are you talking to him for I'm like what do you mean he's like you know he's in, what he's in here for I'm like for what it's like oh you're thinking of a two year old yeah why the fuck you didn't tell me this at the start they're like oh, oh I thought you knew and I'm like what the fuck of course I don't know I'm not from here I don't know none of these people that's fucking crazy so, it's so crazy There's, it's just so crazy some of the shit that people will really do yeah. Sometimes. Tennant Creek's real bad for it. Um, Tennant Creek. So it's about five hours north of Alice Springs. Um, it's a fuck thing to be talking about this, but there's a dude that came in for raping a two-year-old, essentially. And that's not like unheard of there. That's normal. It happens all the time. That's fucked. You got like, I think she was 10 years old, a girl 10 years old, pregnant. Like you go to some of these communities and like, this is the thing, like when you, we talk a lot about, you know, uh, bridging the gap and closing the gap in the communities that's only going to happen if we can educate the women out there because unfortunately mm. there still is happening is child brides in the communities you've got girls who are 13 years old being married off or promised off to guys who are like 30, 40, 50 years old um, it's a real sad state of affairs but yes, yes the prison's up there man it's not a fun place don't do crime kids Crack is whack. Yes, it is. It is yeah. whack. The wacky tobacky is great if you're in South Australia, not so much if you're in the NT. <laughs> what we consider personal use an ounce here will get you time up there, actually. Is an ounce personal here? Yeah, or like it's decriminalised in South Australia. I thought it was national decriminalisation. I was wrong. <laughs> Clearly. Um, uh... What else? What else would people want to know about prison? Solitary. Is that a thing? Yeah. Fuck no, that's a thing. Did, any, did you see anyone have to go to solitary? Um, so what they call solitary is SEPCOM. Um, SEPCOM. Max, so it's essentially 23 hour lockdown. You're in your own little cell. Um, so if guys get a dirty piss test or they're in a fire or whatever, they get reprimanded by incense. Especially in Darwin, it's really fucked up because um, it's just humid all the time and warm. Uh, our springs during summer it's the worst obviously just like 44 degrees and you're in a brick room yep but you get no fan no TV no books nothing just in a room sweating it out 23 hours and then you get to come out for an hour and then you go back in so it happens it's still happening basically yeah. it's, and it's fucked up like it doesn't make anyone better it makes people worse it makes them far more violent most likely um yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't be fucking... <laughs> or maybe I would be happy to come out of there. Yeah. But you got dudes that go in there and they're happy. They're like, cool, send me to Septum. Don't care. Yeah, like right. That. Like, they enjoy it there because... What is it? Like, just darkness or something? No, nah, like, they got, like, their window and all that stuff. It's not like the American movies where it's just, like, you know, shut off. But from my understanding, it's just boredom. And that's, right. what, that's what prison is. In reality, it's boredom. You've got to make your own fun. Like, and you were you said you were playing a lot of cards. You were teaching inmates yeah. how to read and shit like that. Yeah, so like when I first got in, I started reading. So the first three weeks, I was in a max security. Um, this is another thing. I was in. I was remanded with sentence prisons. That's federally federally illegal. 
from my understanding, mm. NT's bad for it. They just mix everyone together. Like you'll, I'll, I was meeting guys that were in for twenty five life when I shouldn't have been anywhere near them. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I got in. Like I was reading a book a day when I first got in for the first three weeks. I didn't have a TV or anything. Fuck, um, a book a day. Yeah, and I've never been into fiction, <clears throat> so I was reading like all sorts of shit I didn't really read, which is kind of good. Harry Potter. Nah. Um, that, that was there. Like, I, I did read the... Um, Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> I got into... What's that fucking Catching Fire and all that shit? Oh, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah, good books. My man... Uh, well, your man too. Corey Maynard, friend of the show. Yeah. He, he was reading them in college. Of course he was. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Apparently it's good shit. He was like, oh, we got to see this movie, dude. And yeah. I was like, I'm not really interested. He's like, the book's sick. And I was like, well... The books are actually really good, but they are a teenage book like the teenage right. novels but the, I like the, the storyline I don't read any fiction at all zero percent I would recommend trying out the Dan Brown novels so um the Da Vinci Code and su- such Ooh. so I started reading those oh I'll get to that loved them um, okay yeah well that's supposed to be really Hannibal good. Lecter's books like the uh, Silence of the Lambs oh yeah found those read those in prison even better um really good but like the Dan Brown novels, they basically from chapter to chapter just roll straight through like a TV show. Same with um, Game of Thrones. I read some of those books. Oh, yeah. And that reads like the TV show. Like it's just a Well, scene. that's what they say that is so good about the TV show is yeah. that it, like the, it stays true to the books. Yeah. Um, now, have you seen the TV show? Yeah, fucking, I watched the whole thing. Oh, okay. Thankfully. I, I, I watched like probably four episodes and... I just couldn't get into it. Lannister, I think it was, got his yeah. head chopped off. <laughs> and like he was like really one of the only characters I liked. And I was like, he died this early? I'm yeah. like, fuck this shit. So, <laughs> so I got over it. I didn't, see, I didn't even see a dragon. Yeah, no. Nah. That's the thing. The last season, well, you want to know, but everyone else has been like writing it down. And then I'm like, can't be that bad. I get out and I watch it. I'm like, oh man, this shit. Yeah. <laughs> They really rushed it. Like the last season should be like two or three seasons. Oh, okay. There's no suspense, no build up, nothing. And um, obviously you didn't you didn't get to see any NBA because we were right we were writing letters to. Oh man, I was way way behind. So I was giving you some updates on trades and stuff in the off season, and who my who my thoughts were on the um like the awards at the end of the year. Yeah, I think I still got all the letters. Yeah, so I'm gonna. We'll have to revisit some of these and see if your fucking calls have worked out at yeah, all. Yeah, because I, I was thinking, I was telling Rach, I was like, fuck, I should have scanned the letters before I yeah. sent them. So I, but I've got all your ones in that filing cabinet over yeah. there. But um, yeah, I definitely said, I said Giannis for um, MVP. Yeah. And I think he got it. Or did yeah. James Harden get it? No, he got it, didn't he? He got it? Yeah. I, I get the years mixed up all the time. Yeah. Um, I think I said Derek Rose for most improved, but he didn't get that. That would have been crazy for him to get most improved. Yeah. Like, how do you go from an MVP player to a most improved well, player? Well, they don't, they don't have comeback player of the year anymore. Yeah. Um, which he would have been. Yeah. And I think, oh, I, think I, I messaged you, he would have got sixth man. But he started, yeah. he started too many games in yeah. the end. Because at the start of the season, he wasn't starting at all. He's came like this season, man. Like, oh, dude, I'm loving watching him this season. Like, Except like, he's done a couple of things. You're like, he's going to get injured. <laughs> no, he's done a couple of dumb plays where uh, like Andre Drummond should have just got the ball and dunked yeah. it. 
So I reckon Andre Drummond's going to leave next year because uh. there's been a couple of times he's just <laughs> looked fucking furious at that. <laughs> Speaking of looking furious, do you think Rondo got like chastised after doing that fake pass to LeBron? Where you like LeBron did the fake block after it? Yeah, but, like, what, but what's wrong with that? Nothing, but he just made him look bad. Like, why are you making me jump? I'm LeBron, you give me the ball. <laughs> I, now, I, I don't think I can get started on LeBron because we will actually miss the pub crawl, but I'm fucking so done with that guy. I always have been. Yeah. But like, I just feel like every year he should be maturing. Yeah. But he just becomes more and more childish. And I'm just like, fuck this guy. He, he did me over when he got rid of, uh, what's his name? That uh, coach from um, the Israeli coach that came over. Oh yeah, I forget his name too. But dude's a great coach. And then, they had the best record in the East. And then, oh yeah, no, nah, he's not doing things the way I want them. So yeah. let's get rid of him. No, man, like... They had the best record in the East. It was unbelievable. Like, and then Ty Lu with no coaching experience. Yeah. Whatever. Like, Whatever. I wonder if LeBron, will he become a coach directly after his career is done? Will he try and step into that position? I don't think so. I think he'll want to be an owner slash GM. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Like Magic. Does Magic yeah. own part of the Lakers? I think oh, he does. Probably has like yeah. a stake in it. Or yeah, so I would say he'll want, he'll want to be more yeah. like Magic. Yeah. What the hell is happening with the da- Dallas Mavs? How how the hell is this Luca kid second year getting triple doubles? Almost? Dude, he was he was seasoned before. Dude, he won MVP of the fucking Euro League yeah. at like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. And then he's just come over and he's he's a polished player. He's yeah. not he's not like a raw kid one year out of college. Yeah. Like he's he's what Draz and Petrovic was back in his day yeah. except Drazen didn't get the opportunity yeah and now we're seeing the fruits of all the European players like imagine if he was at the Spurs yeah like, Popovich would have been frothing yeah been dude like, you know what I'm going to put you back well in he Europe got drafted well. you know no um, Atlanta traded their pick so he could have been in Atlanta <sighs> but they took Trey Young instead which I'm not a fan of him either yeah because they lose every game and his ego is out of control and I'm just yeah. like I don't know. I understand NBA. Some people aren't even in the NBA to win a championship. They're there yeah. to make their money and to like yeah. feed their egos. And I think he's one of those guys. I think he's kind yeah. of no offense. I love Carmelo, so no offense yeah. to Carmelo, but I think he's kind of Carmelo-ish. Like oh, Melo's always been about that life, which has <laughs> pissed me off because I called Melo to be better than LeBron after his college career at Syracuse. My my call was Dwayne Wade. I said he was going to yeah. be better than both of them. Yeah, we were, we were both more or less wrong. Yeah. We should listen to the hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... But Melo... Year man. 17, dude. Damn. And he's long. just killing. Like, dude, I, I don't know if I played 17... I didn't play 17 years in my life. And my knees are hurting right now, <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> I just... Yeah. I don't know, there's a lot happening like, since getting out. Like, trying to catch up on the basketball scene and... All the, like, even the local league ABL shit, like, I like, saw some photos of the teams, I'm like, who the fuck are these kids, man? Like, I don't know any of these people. No, there's a shit in, league. So no, one wants, no one's going to stick around for it like they used to. No. Like, we used to, we used to have, um, like, Jacob and Darren once the NBL season was over, yeah. like, oh yeah, we'll play. What, what NBL players are playing in the Premier League? Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know who's playing at the moment, yeah. so I could be completely off, but yeah. I don't. But just basketball in general, man, like, I know before I got locked up, I'd been overseas traveling, came home, and I just went out and started playing some resis, I think at Mavs or something. And I got out and played defense, and I just feather touched the guy with two hands to get my spacing, pulled back, and the ref scored a foul. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Hey, dude. Two not, hands is an automatic foul. I'm like, get the fuck out of town. We're not supposed to say the R word anymore, 
But the, uh, the, the referees in resis are retarded, dude. <laughs> dude, I played one, my last season at Stur, I played one game of resis and then, um, every time they were making the resis team, they would name, they would name me cause it was off season. Yeah. And I'll just be like, nah, <laughs> I played, I played the first game. I was like, there's just no point of me going out on Tuesday night, getting mad. Coming home and striking Rachel. No, yeah. <laughs> no, we're coming home and just being in a shit mood and like, what? Why? Yeah. So I was like, fuck that. I'll. Why don't you let one of these younger boys play Resis and then I'll I'll just save my knees and I'll play. Yeah. Premier League. I remember that Sturman Junior's like came through under 16s and stuff. And Scott Butler, we started training with the men's like shout out to buddy Potsy, Jason Williams, all that crew that were playing um, back then. And the ABL team, but then summer league would hit, and though obviously the, the main dudes wouldn't play, like you didn't play. Yeah. So the resis became basically the, whoever played Div twos. Yeah. And like they'll put some of the young bloods in there, like myself, Jordan Dodman, Lawrence Blood, and a few other guys got to put, get some minutes on mm. there, which is great. But then now it seems like it's just about you know wins, getting wins on the board, which two degrees right, but summer league and all that stuff. Like now nah, you want to just. Get runs. You want to get dudes out there. Yeah, I don't know what it's experience. for. Like, what's it for? The trophy cabinet? Get a reserves yeah. thing in it. Who gives a fuck, man? Yeah. Like, if there was a bonus, if there was some sort of funding that you yeah. get for the club or something, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But for for a fucking bullshit reserves trophy, I don't want a reserves trophy, dude. <laughs> I want a I want a Premier League trophy. That's all. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's it's wild. And then <clears throat> my last year there, we had a bunch of like seventeen and eighteen year olds. Yeah. They just weren't ready. Yeah. And my thing is like, I don't know. I, it was kind of how I was coached. I'll yeah. get, I'll get yelled at. Yeah. You know? And then like later on the coach would come up to me and be like, hey, just so you know, it, it's when I stop yelling at you that you know that I've given up on you. Yeah. So don't be like offended or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's a great way. So I'm yelling at these kids, right? Because I yeah. think that they can be better than, than they are. Yeah. And then this coach, I, I don't need to get into naming it. He's telling me that I need to control myself and all this. I'm just like, these kids are doing dumb shit. Mm. You're not pulling them up. Yeah. So I am. So they can be better. Yeah. So that I can lift the standard instead yeah. of us going in and losing every game. Anyway. I'm, I'm the bad guy, you know? <laughs> That's things like, I remember coming up, um, Liam Flynn was one to 14 coach, like he's up in Germany now, I think. He's been all over the place, he's really following that coaching dream. I mean, he's, I remember we, the, yeah, he used to get into me, like, never complimented me on things, but I remember him saying similar thing, was like, you know, you have a lot of, te- you have a lot of opportunity, you know, you just gotta pull your finger out your ass more or less. Yeah. And like it pissed me off, so I'd go out there and I'd get stats. Yeah. Like, and he coached me to be physical. Like everyone hated me to a degree, still to a degree to today, because I'd throw elbows, I'd hit hard screens, like I'd put you on your ass. Yeah. And people say it's dirty, and I'm like, nah, that's why I was coached. But then now I'll go back and play against the players that they're coaching, and then everyone's they're like getting angry about like, hold on, you taught me yeah. to do that. So everything the whole world is soft, dude. Yeah. It starts in sports like that. Like you're not, you can't set a good screen. You can't like. Like what happened to you swing get a rebound, an elbow. put your elbows out, no, the ball. no, 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 I can't do that. No, NFL, dude. Yeah. Every year, the the passing record gets 
gets broken because yeah. less and less defense is allowed. Yeah. You're not allowed to touch a wide receiver. You're not allowed to touch the quarterback. Yeah. So they're just they're just playing catch out there. Yeah. So fucking hard to watch now because there's no defense. So I don't know where I sit with David Stern getting sick. I'm like, why could to degree I'm like, that's fucking sad, but I'm like, couldn't he get sicker when he was actually in charge? Yeah. Like, <laughs> stop him from ruining the NBA. Dude. Like, to I, this I, I day, like dunks, but I want to see Pippen flush it on Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Get in his face, not get a tech for it. Yeah. Now they got dudes who are like help. They're scared to help out on defense. They go up, they get dunked on, and there's nothing after. I'm like, nah. Like, yeah. I want to see you get. But also, on. it's the Instagramification of it all as well. Yeah. People don't want to be. Po- well, it's not even posterized anymore. It's YouTube. Yeah. People don't want to be made a mockery of, so they yeah. just won't help out yeah. on D. And it all stems from the NBL, funny enough. I think it was, um, was it Brad Hill when he got, to be fair, he got really fucked up. He was arm broken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dunk, but yeah, was it Larry Abney, whatever his name was? Yeah. That was, that was fucked up, but for it, like, no easy layups. What happened to that? Yeah. Like, like, no, you don't get an easy layup. Like, that's what my coaches, when I was young, my, my coaches used to say, if they, they used to say the, the key is for big men. Yeah. If a guard wants to come in here and try and get a layup, yeah. you put your forearm into their chest yeah. and you lay them out. Yeah. My, every coach, starting at my dad, he told me that. Uh, Paul Meskey, Liam yeah. Flynn, uh, Ben Glidden, they all. That's all they mm. like. No guard, guards don't get layups. Yeah. If they want, if they want to score, they can learn to shoot a three. I remember like it was Liam and then Scotty Butler. <clears throat> so if you guys were in baseline, you would help out and you come back and you put your body in the way and make them have to go run around. Yeah. I remember doing it one time, and I didn't know this as a rule. It extends from the key, it's okay, but outside of the key, the normal, um, uh, the baseline and the sidelines, if you're running out there to better your position, it's a tech foul, or it used to, at least it used to be. So I've done that, and this kid's got a tech foul for it. The ref knew the rule. Dude, no, like, that, that happened to me, and I didn't know the rule. Yeah. Some guy stepped in my way, and I ran outside the baseline, yeah. and I came back in, and... He's like, called a tech foul on me. And I was like, what? What's going on? I was like, he's in my way. Yeah. And then it's like, didn't tell me. But it's also an offensive foul if I run through the guy. So what am I I supposed to fucking do? Back then it was like funny, like, Liam was a good coach in the sense, like, he knew the rules. He knew the little rubbish Mm. things he can get away with. So, like, if he had five team fouls and you ever meant to get a shot, he would tell you to run, get the ball in, get the layup, and then grab the ball and say you got two more shots. So you get a four-point play because the ref didn't realise that you had free throws and then because you've played it, got the layup, somehow this always worked. So wait, what happened? So the other team would foul. Mm-hmm. You meant to go to the free throws, right? Like, they had too many uh, team fouls. Yeah. But the referee didn't realise. So you'd inbound the ball and quickly get the score and then you'd grab the ball before they could inbound the ball and say, nah, ref, we meant to get two shots. Look at the scoreboard. And they'd go, oh, yeah, nah. And then you'd get four points. It always worked. And he would get angry at you if you told the referee you meant to get free throws before you get the ball in. <laughs> like, I remember him screaming at us one time for it. We were probably up like 40 points as well. Wow, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. If that's going back. Well, I'll probably, they've probably changed the rule over the time, but... Um, I've got a question. Movies. What movies did you have available to you in prison and were they VHS? We didn't get none of that shit. Um, it was always what's on TV. TV. And I thought growing up as a kid that it was just really bad repeats once, twice a year. Yeah. 
Man, they played Harry Potter like 10 times last year, man. Are you sure that wasn't just 10 different have... Harry Potters? No. It's I think like... there's 10 Harry Potter movies, dude. <laughs> it's like that, like anything, all the fucking Marvel films that are out. It's like, it's going to be on Channel 7 and then 7 May. Yeah. And then they'll play again four weeks later. I saw Taken, I swear to God, like six times they last just, year. Nah, they just played... Taken one, two, and three twice each. That's all. No, right. they played it. They played it on seven. They played it. They played it on the other shitty channel two weeks later. Then they played it again like a month later. And then, oh wait, it's fucking a premiere. No, it's not. You played that shit a month ago. Fuck out of here, Oi. Oh man, I didn't. I don't want to watch those. I can't watch so many movies now anymore because I'm like I had nothing else to watch. But yeah. But I got into SBS World Movies now that they came out while I was inside. I was mm. like, I'll check this out. They got some good ass films, man. Like Italian films, the French films. Uh, what's his name from? Um, oh, what's a fuck that French dude? He's in. Um, this is gonna kill me now. I can't remember his damn name. He's in uh, like the Ocean's Twelve film and all that. He's like the cat burglar guy. Cat burglar. You remember Ocean's Twelve? They have like Matt Damon's a pickpocket. Nah, but it's the French guy, like the one that's. I mean, I'm gonna give me a second. I'm gonna find this shit. French guy. Oceans 11. Um, Where is it? Here you go. Vincent Cassell. Nope. Don't know him. What's this. he look like? Damn it, Google. Give me images. That guy. Oh, yeah. 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 So, like, he had yeah. a bunch of his French films on. And Fucking they're actually frog. really good, man. <clears throat> What's this? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, is he, so he's a director, is he? No, no, he was just like, um, I don't know, probably does direct, but he was in like the World Movies on SBS, they just had some, a bunch of his films on. And oh, okay. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll check some of those out. I'm like, I've got into like random, I was like, I was watching like, I, was a, what was it, Iran? It was a movie from Iran. I read a book actually from Iran. Dude, you got to watch, uh, have you seen Old Boy? Oh, maybe. Now that's a Korean... I yeah, think. they did the, the English version. Yeah, the American group. remake. Yeah. Korean one's 100 times better. Yeah, everyone keeps saying that. I think like, that's, like, that's been out like a few years though, right? Oh, it's old, yeah. Yeah. You gotta see that. There's a new one out. I haven't seen it yet. I think it's called Parasite. That's Korean as well. Yeah, right. And then there's a... I think it's French. It's called Three Colours. Yeah. And it's like three colours red, three colours blue, and three colours white. Yeah. So there's three different movies. And yeah, right. um it's, yeah, it's like this French trilogy and that's one of the best foreign um, yeah. films I've ever seen, yeah. There's, um... There's so many movies, man, I've got to catch up on. I haven't the, watched. Have it's you like seen that. The Last Samurai, dude? See what? <laughs> the, the Last Samurai? Starring Tom Cruise. Oh, man, fuck that movie. I remember that coming out and I'm the excited Mexican? to watch it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? The Mexican starring Brad Pitt. It's not too bad, that movie, was it? Well, uh, Brad Pitt's not Mexican. Yeah, this is what's crazy as well when I was inside. I kept having he's like, Things I want, movies I want to watch. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Then it came on TV. And I was like, fucking yes. Yeah. Man, they cut out the best scene. Which one? The part where they he where gets... he escapes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if they cut that shit out. The part where like they go to the films, things like you know, it's like he's like, give me something, my dick, and he's like, if I do that, I'm gonna bite down. He's like, I'll stab you in the head, and he's essentially like, you'll need a uh, crowbar to remove my teeth from your penis if you do that. So yeah. Like, yeah. The whole scene's cut out, and I was like, what the. Fuck! Like, why did they cut that out? And I, I realised it's all soft, dude. The world's gone soft. There was parts of films where I'm like, they suddenly just zoomed in on the TV. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, they just cut out the part of the 
but the blood and the, the stabbing and shit. Like, what the hell? Like, oh, that sucks. Like, this is like, oh, this is terrible, man. Yeah, I hate that. But oh, there's so many movies, man. Like, I'm mm. still gonna watch that um, the Breaking Bad film that came out. El Camino. Yeah, go yeah, see that. Don't get too excited about it. Um, really? Eh, yeah. I mean, I saw you reviewed uh, the Irishman recently. Yeah, dude. So, what are your thoughts on that? Because I found it's a great film. You watched it? You called it a masterpiece, but you, you rated it like an eight and a half, and I'm like, you can't call something a masterpiece anything less than a nine point nine nine. Um, well, pretty much eight point five and above is all you're looking at awards. All right. Yeah. Anything below an eight point five is outside of that. It was. The, the the way they stole the talk that they told the story mm. was unbelievable but it was so fucking long yeah right now if I'm if I'm sitting down listening to someone tell me that story obviously yeah. without the visual stuff I'm not I don't care about it <laughs> I don't want to know it but that that was good it was too long. The final scene was just yeah, unbelievable. They set it off. You're like, and to degree. And I wonder if that scene wasn't there, I really wonder what I would have rated it almost. But that those scene guys, makes me want to read the book because I'm like, wait, is there more in the book? Yeah. Now, and also watched it not knowing that it was true. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So this guy, the Irishman. Have you ever heard of Richard Kuklinski? The the, guy, I, the, the ice the ice man. No. So this dude was like Russian or Pol- a Polish, I think he was. Yeah. So he couldn't get made. So there was no particular mob that yeah. he could actually... Yeah. So he was doing work for like every crime family. Yeah. Uh, and he killed over like 200 people. He was just a hitman for the mob. Yeah. And um, I guess... I guess someone... He, they were in a car and this dude, whoever he was with, was like, all right, you got to get out and kill that guy. And he's like, all right. And he gets out and he kills him and he comes back into the car and he sits down and he looks at him. And the guy looks at him and he's like, what are you fucking made of ice? Because he just like yeah. did it without even questioning. Yeah. And so that's why he got the nickname the Iceman. But this dude, he was a psychopath. Like when he was a teenager, he would mm. kill, he would like tie two cats' tails together and then hang them over the clothesline and watch them claw at each other and shit like that. To be fair, cats. Yeah, cats suck. <laughs> he would put, okay, check this out, puppies. He would put puppies in incinerators and shit like that. Oh, that's not cool, man. Like, Wild dude. This, and so to practice killing, he would, um, he would like pick fights with homeless people and then, and then tell them to run. And then he would, he would hunt them down. He would try and find them. And that's how he practiced his killing. In 2003, we would have called that bumfights.com. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I, apparently this guy, the Iceman and the Irishman actually did a bit of work together. And yeah, I didn't yeah. find this out until later and I would have been much more yeah, invested, I think, yeah. if I knew that. But yeah. um, hey, they can make Robert De Niro look young. And they made him tall as well. They don't... There's just nothing you really can do about uh, the, the, the way he moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't make him move, young Kenya. <laughs> He's like fucking shuffling his feet around and shit. When they say they're going to make him younger, I'm thinking in my head, they're going to somehow make him into like a 25-year-old 
Robert De Niro. Yeah. And I watched that film like they made him t- they made him forty instead of fifty five. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's not that hard. Come on, man, this is bullshit. It, well, he's not fifty five. He's like and I knew, seventy. Because I think when they started making the film, it was out before I got re- arrested. I remember seeing like him wearing these big ass boots that made him like six inches taller. Oh, really? So because he was apparently the guy who's playing is like six foot or something. Oh. So when I saw the film, I'm like, you can't really tell. And then I started thinking to myself, is Joe Pesci wearing? shit to make him taller too because I'm pretty sure he's a tiny 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 man Joe Pesci is small but um, he's, he was incredible in that film by the way oh dude they were all at the top like him uh, Gino. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been working on that for that one it's not hard <laughs> ooh uh. <laughs> What was his game name? Of inches. Jimmy. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> he forgets his lines and he just starts grunting. Albertino. Those three. Those fucking three were unbelievable, and that's it. It what? Those three working with fucking Scorsese, dude. Like, of course, it's a masterpiece. And the yeah. story, the way, the story. The way they told the story, it just was so fucking long. But the fact that I could sit there for three hours, yeah, and fucking absorb it, yeah, well, like that's it's that's not easy to do. No, like even the Lord of the Rings is fucking. Hey, I can't watch that shit anymore. I give it its props, but I can't sit there like for three hours. I'm just like, wait, who's that? Well, that's yeah. the main fucking character, dude. I was like, yeah. oh, I tuned out for a little bit. So, in Scorsese film, you expect it to be in depth. Everything particularly well done, mm. and it's going to be a lengthy film. Yeah, but also maybe make one movie that's not a fucking mob movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got his, his thing. It's his wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like Tarantino. Like when people complain about Tarantino films being long, it's a fucking Tarantino film. You'd be happy that it's not the length that he wanted it to be. Yeah. Like oh, Kill Bill. That's like directors like, cuts like five hours. Yeah. Kill Bill. Oh, what was it Kill Bill for one, two, and three? Like. No, that's meant to be... Just one and two. They're making a three now, though, I think. Oh, is that true? Oh, I thought that's, that was just a, oh, I don't know. some bullshit. I don't know. Prison rumours. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, it was meant to be straight. And he fought for it to be the whole thing. Yeah. One hit. Like, that's what I love about Tarantino. But he would do some cool shit. He would be like, all right, cool, guys. This is the intermission at the films. Like, you go out and get more popcorn and yeah. shit. And you can imagine, like... But that's what they say. They say... Well, he says... That he's only made nine films. Yeah. Because he calls Kill Bill it's, one film. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't seen it yet, but Once Upon a Time in LA. In Hollywood. Look, Hollywood. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Is it worth the build up that I've sort of given myself now? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Is it. I thought. I'll just tell you one thing. I is don't, it inside of his universe though? Like, does it. Fit, does he have anything that crosses over, like little Easter eggs that fit into his other movies? I haven't Googled anything. Because um, he's known for doing crazy shit like that. Just like somehow yeah. all fiction lined up with other films. Yeah, I didn't Google anything. But um, like it's just his signature style. Yeah. It's his, like you, If you didn't know that it was a Tarantino film for some yeah. reason, you would watch it and be like, oh, I think Tarantino probably directed this. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, just the typical big, big titles on the yeah. screen very long um intro credits yeah and um violence yeah because he also filmed 
See, that's where we need Marcus McKenzie around because mm. he knows his shit about this, but I'm pretty sure he films everything on a certain kind of film, which is extremely expensive. Yeah, it's like that old, like, uh, eight-inch or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But he... Um, yeah, this one took a long time for the violence to start. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's doing something different here. <laughs> and then uh, as soon as I thought that, I was just like, bang, bang. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Has he done any of his... I love for his final film to be like an ultra violent film, but mm. to also be in 3D. So you'd be sitting there. Nah, like, nah, nah. Like nah. You can see him doing that with like a, a cheesy 80s 3D. 3D is not good enough for him to ruin his legacy by doing a 3D film to finish off. Does he do a James Cameron and create his own 3D to make it better? Wow. He has people throwing actual blood at you from yeah. the front row. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what the fuck is Human this? Human blood, like. <laughs> We went to the morgue and we have uh, <laughs> got donors for this. Yeah, but. no. Um, whatever, whatever he's doing, if it is Kill Bill three, because I, I know I've seen something. Yeah. But it was from a it was from a graphic designer, like a very famous graphic uh, designer. So I don't know if he was just doing some art just to like yeah. tease or whether he knows something. So that's the only thing that I've heard about Kill Bill three. Speaking of Phil Sue, I have to give a big shout out to Eddie Murphy learning to say motherfucker again. Yes. Dolomite. Dolomite. And crazy. So people that know me know that I previously worked in the music industry. Shout out to like, so I used to book artists, do tours. So I had like my own label and everything with all day, diet and spare. Um, but I taught some guys from the States. All day has been on the world to the potty podcast. He's what? Yeah. Hey, shout out to Tommy Gain. I mean, yeah. uh, all day. <laughs> um, but, uh, we're going to have, um, so one of the guys I did a tour with, Oh no, he's, brother is madly a huge well-known uh producer but ono did a whole dolomite production album way back oh really years, which has got me into dolomite and then i heard that eddie murphy's doing the film i'm like what the fuck there's a dolomite film coming out I'm like eddie murphy's lost his fucking mind this is gonna be it's gonna be corny like it's it can't f- be good and i watched it and it has reminiscence of a black exploitation film as well oh yeah which 100%. Was, dope, was dope it was like a well-polished Exploitation film to a degree. It was fucking sick. I loved it. It's I got, fucking it's loved it. He's got me excited about his career again. It's. I want to go see him do stand up when he comes back out. Like, I'm hoping he does come back out though. <laughs> All right. Now, we've got to go soon for um, the, uh, the pub crawl. But I want to play a game with you mm. before we go. Um. It's called, hold on, I've got to get the uh, soundboard up. It's called Just Kabil of Fortune. What? Um, Alright. So, basically, it's like Hangman. Yeah. But what happens is, we we start at $50. Every guess... Of a letter cost you five dollars, and whatever you're left with at the end um, uh, is what we donate to the charity of your choice. Um, and this is and it's called Jessica Beale of Fortune because it's it's a movie or TV show starring Jessica Beale. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> so, for the listeners. Um, and make sure you do quick guesses because this can be very boring for the listeners. So for the listeners, 
is three words. First word, three letters. Second word, four. Third word, three. Um, so take your first guess. This is bullshit. I, mean, I don't watch any Jessica Biel films. <laughs> no one uh, does. <laughs> well, I'm going to get a T, surely. Okay. Um, okay, so we've got T in the first uh, and T in the second. Uh, and we're at we're down to forty five dollars, and that's where we are. Oh, this is fuck. Well, the first word is going to be the. Okay. Well, we will. Um, we'll only. Yep. Uh, we'll. I'll give you a double for that, and just do five dollars, and you got two letters. Whack 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 whack. Uh. A? Yes. Okay, everybody. Oh, whoops. Um, everybody, we are... The. First word is the. Second word is... Uh, T-A something something. And third word is something A something. And we're at $35. Damn. The. T-A something something. Something A something. That's fucked up my entire thinking process on this one now. Ah uh, man, this is damn. There's got to be some sort of clue you can give me here. Um, I am this the tall man. Yes, <laughs> the tall man. Now this is something that I'd never go to see. Um, but thirty dollars too. What's the charity? That the Aaron Rice Williams Foundation. No. <laughs> you know what? Uh, be, I don't know. We'll find something, but I'm... We can I'm, go to the this month's charity that we're supporting um, as for for our... Uh, so whenever we sell t-shirts, 5% of the, the funds goes to a different charity each month. And I think that. This month we are doing Taboo, which is feminine hygiene product, products for um, females in Africa. Because when they go on their periods, they actually miss school. So the men actually get more educated than the women. All right, I'll, I'll back that. All right, taboo. We'll put it, it lines up with what I said earlier about communities needing uh, more education for the women in Australia. So Yeah, oh yeah, there you go. absolutely. Hey. All right, well, um, thanks for being on the show, Ricey. And so happy that you're free. Let's not get have you got any? What, have you got anything wrapped around your wrist? Or no, no, nothing. I mean, yeah, no, no jewelry. No, that's good. Now, um, all right. Follow Welcome to the Potty on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Rate and review the podcast on or whatever you listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, um, Spotify, whatever. Rate and review five stars only. It'll put us up in the rankings, and we'll get more advertisers, and we'll get more money, and we'll be able to give more to charity and all that good shit. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the potty. Tell them with your mouth. Tell them with that share button. Tell them with likes and comments on the uh, social medias. If you know any single parents, whether they're moms or dads, that could use a helping hand, um, get, them, get them out for a night. Uh, get their, their, their childcare paid for while they go out for a nice dinner, something like that. And let me tell you this, single parent, guys, means to a child, not to a 32-year-old man. Okay, single parent to a child, an infant, or you know, let's let's say zero to ten, zero zero to thirteen, <laughs> zero to thirteen max. 
All right, 14 year olds can for sure look after themselves. Even 13 year olds can. Zero to 12. <laughs> We're going zero to 12. If you know anybody that could use a helping hand, let us know. Single parents only, and we will do a background check. And make sure you go to welcome to the potty.com slash store. Buy yourself a butter soft welcome to the potty unsourced t shirt. 5% goes to a different charity each month. Have you got anything, that, any wise words you'd like the people to uh, um, hear before we go? Crack is whack. Don't go to prison. Um, if you see me out in the pub crawl tonight, I went to prison for weed, not for a violent crime. Mm-hmm. So give me a hug. Give me a beer. Well, no one's going to hear this till tomorrow either. Well then, in that case, <laughs> if you see me walking around tomorrow with a hangover, I'll probably, yeah, cross the street. No. <laughs> nah, thanks for having me, Clay. Um, but no, nah, on, the, on the real, don't go to prison. It's not fun. Do the right thing. Uh, give a cop a hug. Give a cop a hug, but don't hug his horse because you will get arrested. For yeah. um, uh, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in uh, every episode. You guys already know this is the best part of my week. Uh, I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. This is Welcome to the Potty. And as always, bung bung. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to